It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks, everybody, for joining me again here on this Wednesday episode of the show. It is a Wednesday, which means my guest today will be Mr. Nick Winkler. Going to bring him on in just one second. I want to remind everybody to subscribe, rate, review the show, iTunes, Spotify, uh, everywhere. Thank you so much to those who have been. Actually, you know what? I'm going to get into some of those uh, reviews. We have some good reviews here. Um, so, and, and I always like to talk to those because a lot of people shout out Nick in the reviews too. So I, I like to read those with Nick. So we'll get into some of those. Uh, and we're going to get into a mailbag segment today as well. If you ever want to get involved in a mailbag or just say hi, hit me up on Twitter at BD Peacock, or you can email the show LockedOn49ers at Gmail. And with that, let's bring on today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Nicholas, how are you today, sir? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Getting the house ready for a new edition. Oh, man. You be, yeah, start planning now because once the baby comes, then you're not going to sleep anymore and you're not going to want to do anything. So, yeah, take <laughs> advantage of all of this time. Get prepared. And if you get some time to go see a movie, you know, go out to dinner, okay. do things that you're not going to be able to do anymore. I like that. No, that's a, actually, that's a great idea. Yeah, because, yeah. well, she's not really feeling much like doing anything. We took a little walk today and mm-hmm. went to the grocery store and got some tacos. And we we're mm-hmm. thinking, like, oh, do we need to, like, start like buying a whole bunch of canned goods because we're just going to not want to leave the house. We're thinking, oh man, like how do I, is there like a certain grocery list I need to hit before that baby comes? Yeah, yeah. Get a big thing of like can uh, refried beans, okay. you know, like the, go to Costco <laughs> and get that pack, get some corn, you know, get a big thing of tortillas you can throw in the freezer. Just easy oh, things. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. See, but get some bread, throw it in the freezer, like stuff that you can, you don't have to worry about essentials. Get the big thing of mayonnaise, the big things of ketchup. <laughs> Uh, there will not be mayonnaise in my house. There's a <laughs> no, mayonnaise you don't want mayonnaise zone. Ketchup on your hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, my child won't taste mayonnaise unless it gets it somewhere else. Yeah, that'll be from Uncle Nick. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, did, speaking of baby stuff, did you see what I posted on Twitter? One of my baby shower gifts. It was a, a San Francisco Giants blanket on one side, but Dodgers on the other side. Oh my goodness! So it's it's that's one blanket. It's one blanket. My my good friend that knows gives my wife. For those of you who don't know, uh, she grew, she was born in Burbank. She grew up in L.A. She's a Dodgers fan, and her family is. Uh, my family's all Giants fans. We got a bunch of gifts on both sides. You know what's awesome is somebody on her side bought us Dodgers diapers. And I was like, yes, that's perfect. perfect. Love that. That's <laughs> um, funny. My wife bought some Giants ones once. I'm like, no, that's not okay. No, you poop in those. you understand. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so one of my friends had the, the big idea, and he his mom sewed it for him and put it together. So on one side, wow. it's Giants. The other side. It's Dodgers. And I was like, that's a great gift. I love it. I, I put it out on Twitter to see what people thought about it because there's some, you know, kind of blasphemy at the same time. Make them mad. Yeah. And so uh, I think most people liked it, but it was because I always didn't like, you know, the half Giants, half A's hats. Yeah. 
I, I never liked those hats. And so I was like, that oh, makes this a lot more sense hat? than Giants Dodgers, though, you know? That poor kid, man. You guys are going to, there's going to be a time when that kid's going to have to choose. Right. You well, know, like, do I go Giants or do I go Dodgers? And it's going to break one of your hearts. I'm going to, well, especially if we're around in San Francisco, I think that will be a very yeah. easy decision. Uh, if we ever move or something, then that But might... it's a boy, so it's probably going to be a mama's boy. Maybe, yeah, you're right. So watch well, out, yeah. Maybe it'll be a situation where he's like, you know what, I can't go either direction, so I'm going to pick like the Minnesota Twins or something. No, he's gonna he's gonna pick the A's. Oh no, it's that's bad really too. Your heart. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if it wasn't for the '89 series, I'd be way more okay with the A's. Yeah, I'm with you 100. percent Yeah. Oh, hey, what about the '94 throwbacks, man? We were we were not right. too happy that they were gonna yeah. bust those back out. It's... Sure enough, they're there. But hey, I gotta say, at least they're the whites and not the reds. I think I like the whites better. I just yeah. think the actual the just the numbers and the logo with the drop shadow. It looks like mm-hmm. something that that I would make on my you know first PC computer that was running like Windows three point one. You know that it just looks like a really cheesy simple logo, and it was it was an old time logo before, um, you know before they really got their their awesome eighties. Well, actually, they were before that, but um, the the ones that I remember, I love those uniforms. These don't even have any gold except for the helmet. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not a fan of the uniforms, but I like what they represent. They go way back to right. Joe the Jet Perry. Someone posted that on Twitter, a photo of Joe the Jet. It's like, hey, these uniforms are tight. <laughs> you know, it's like, and now we have the new Jet McKinnon. So uh, it's the last time the 49ers won a Super Bowl. For all those reasons, I like the uniforms, and I love the helmets with the old-style SF logo. So yeah, that's I awesome. Could, I could have those forever. Right, absolutely. And it's just yeah, a keep- subtle change between the old SF logo and the new one. It's still, you know, the oval SF, but the old one's so much better. The yeah, new- it just takes you back to when you were a kid and everything. Yeah. And yeah, you're right on the the numbers and the drop, you know, the the black backdrop. It yeah. is like an old Macintosh font or yeah, something. Yeah, it, it looks pretty no. cheesy. That's why I've never liked those uniforms. And there's no other gold incorporated throughout the rest right. of the uniform. Didn't make a whole lot of sense when you're red and gold, but yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> they they make them look pretty good. I like that Jerry Rice was sporting one too. It's like yeah. yes, and it, it was a- around. And I love that, you know, the the big party and, and the the reveal was all fun. Right. And it's going to be one game, so it's like, who cares? And so it's really cool that they're, you know, it's I always like the nod to the old times, too. So, like, mm-hmm. whatever. As long as they're not wearing them for the whole season or, or permanently moving to those, then I'm all for it. I think I read somewhere, too, that they're going to shelve the black unis this year. Right. Well, they're going this instead, right? Isn't this replacing is what it is? all black? I think. You just get one, one uh, alternate jersey? I think it's only, yeah, I think you're only allowed one, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I could be wrong. All right. The blacks will be back. I'm sure they will. They were big sellers. I mean, they're probably going to change it up every single year. That way they can sell some more merchandise, right? Yeah, speaking of sellers, of yeah, Jimmy the Goat. Yeah. What's he got, like 60-plus percent of, of jersey sales right now? Yeah, you know what was funny is uh, the top five sales, so it was Jimmy was like 67%, and then it was Ooh. Jerry Rice, Steve Young, Joe Montana, um, Deion Sanders, and then nice. I believe Dion was tied with Richard Sherman. So eh, those were the top selling jerseys. Zero of those players were on the roster before the new regime took over, right? That's crazy. They were either yeah. old-time guys or brand-new guys. And mm-hmm. so nobody from the bulky Harbaugh era is is selling right now. This is a If you completely... had to buy a current jersey today, who would you buy? Goodwin? A current player on the roster? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it would have to be Jimmy G. Goodwin would be second, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Those would probably be the two. And then uh, now Reuben Foster's back in place. So I think we're going to yeah. start seeing some more 56 sales. Perking back up. I'd probably go 56 number one then maybe uh, maybe buckner after that yeah i like the buckner 99 the big yeah, manager is a always solid fun. number but it's always been my policy and for those of you out there who are searching for a jersey i know you get excited about the current team 
You go retired player. You go with yeah. the guy whose legacy is set. Because yeah, speaking of a you know a guy who's going to retire soon, I like that Gore went back to Miami. That's great. I good, love good that. place for him to go. I love yeah Frank, and hopefully Frank's involved with the 49ers organization at some point yeah. in the future. But uh, it's a great place for him to finish. I like that a lot, and he's actually a really good compliment to Kenyon Drake over there. So I kind of like that backfield. I still don't like their quarterback situation. A lot of quarterback situations are bad around the league, which is the number one reason why I think 49ers fans are excited right now, right? Hell yeah! (laughs) Because when you got your quarterback, everything else... I mean, that's what still blows my mind about this team. And I guess we could talk about that before we get into this mailbag, is how... Because the 49ers roster hasn't changed that much since they were 0-9 and 1-10. You drop Jimmy Garoppolo in, you win five straight, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, this is a 10-win team, 12-win team. It's like, <laughs> this, this is this, mostly the same roster that was 0-9. Yeah, so, yeah, but without the quarterback, like you said. And, and Jimmy G did it without a very good supporting cast at the time, too. So, they, of course, the sky's the limit. No, I can see that. But, man, yeah. oof, I know, it's, I it's know. a big jump. It's a, And it, I know that the 49ers fans are called the faithful for a reason, but, man. Right. You start getting 10 plus wins. I'm just like, and you hope it gets there. And I could see where it could be that. I think some 49ers fans might be setting themselves up for a little disappointment just because it's like, man, this is still that roster that went 0 9. You know, uh, Garoppolo yeah. tweaks an ankle or something. Uh, I, there's just not quite, and a lot, a lot of the talent's still young and needs to develop. So if everyone takes that next step and all the veterans and, and health, and there's just so many things to go into it. It's it's crazy right now how hyped everybody is, and it's awesome on one side, but it's also like, oof, maybe just enjoy the ride and don't expect too much. Well, and even if the, the Niners come out week one, you know, against the Vikings at Minnesota, 10 a.m. on Sunday, you know, that's right. going to be a brutal game. That's right. If they win that game, though, I mean, then you're looking at the Lions at home. Then you got to go back to the Chiefs, or another 10 a.m. start, which is going to be brutal. But, you know, the Chiefs are kind of in a – a semi-rebuild mode over there. And then you got the Chargers and the Cardinals. I mean, that's not the toughest schedule to start a season. That's for sure. And it's two I, of those first three games are 10 a.m. starts East Coast. Yeah, and those are always tough. And a lot of good teams are playing early in the season. And then it looks like, and a lot of this stuff's going to get turned on its head because you think a, a team's going to be one and, and things change so quickly. And I think the 49ers are one of those right. teams. But at the end of the season looks like it's going to be a nice run. So if they get through the first half of the season and they're looking pretty good, then they could go on that playoff run in the second half. Yeah, Giants, Raiders, Cardinals again, Bucks. Yeah, you're right. The end's looking pretty good. Then you got Seahawks. Well, you know, I don't expect much from them this year. Broncos, Seahawks again. I love that they play the Seahawks two out of three weeks. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a fun turnaround. Right there. at the end of the season there. Yeah, and then the Bears. Oh, they they might be. Uh, they're definitely on the upswing. I think. I don't know. But that's a long time from now. Yeah, and we're going to be doing a lot of uh, Locked On podcast crossovers, so we're going to get to know some of the other teams around the league cool. a little bit more as we go on throughout the uh, off season and into the regular season. You know what I want to get to real quick before we get to the mailbag mm-hmm. is talk about some of these um, reviews that people have dropped oh, on us. Nice. All right, here we are. Here's, here's one of the reviews I wanted to read here. This is from... I have no idea how to pronounce this, but they said, Go Niners gave me a five-star review on iTunes, so thank you very much. It looks like Tricolopa, Tricolopa07, I believe is how you pronounce this one. Um, he said, there, or he or she said, there are very few things in life I anticipate more than the intro to this podcast. Just like the intro to the Friday Night Lights show, it puts a smile on my face with anticipation of what we will discover about our favorite team. Thank you, Brian, 
and Nick for all the hard work you put into the pod, and I wish you both the best of luck. Thank you for doing an amazing job. Go Niners. LG3. Okay, LG3 is the sign-off there, so we'll call this person LG3. Thank you you so much, LG3. Yeah, thanks. I love a little Friday Night Lights comparison. Yeah, Friday Night Lights, by the way, the movie version with uh, Explosions in the Sky doing the soundtrack. A lot of cool music on that one. The TV show is awesome. The TV show is really good. I... It, so there was someone get, I started watching the first season with my mm-hmm. then what I think I think we were married there and we I don't think we, I don't, you know we might have been married I can't remember but um someone like I got some major spoiler in the first season oh. of something and I kind of that always turns me off and I stopped watching it so I never finished the first season or got any further than that in the TV show you should restart it man it's a okay. great show and I probably forgot whatever that spoiler was by now so maybe eyes I full hearts. Get, yeah yeah can't lose right yeah that's right all right let's go to uh, a great way to a great way to get to work is the title of this review. Another five star review on iTunes from Fast Drummer One Eighty Two, or oh. or some. The, uh, there must be a lot of usernames that are taken because the iTunes usernames I see are weird. They're all super weird and hard to uh, and hard to read. Um, well, what's unbelievable too, real quick, my die, uh, my uh, Yahoo is Die Hard Rules Eight. Because apparently Die Hard Rules was already taken, which I couldn't believe. The seven of them. The first seven. Yeah. <laughs> but it's my number, so oh, okay. that was easy to, to throw that oh, on okay. there. Okay, I get you. Yeah. I always wonder, too, yeah, with that, with the numbers. Like, how many? I actually tried to email that person, and it got bounced back. So I think that – I don't know why they didn't let me have it. It sucks when there's – and actually, the Locked On 49ers um, handle on Twitter is – I've never used it. And so before I ever even tried to, to get it, and this might mm-hmm. even been before the podcast existed – it's it was a suspended account. So wow, I don't know. yeah, I remember when we were doing Gold Faithful too. We tried to get it, and the yes. guy wanted some money for it. Yeah, the guy's like, "What can you offer?" He's he tweeted like six times in five years, and yeah, uh, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so I don't know who had the Locked On Forty ers account, but they did something wrong and suspended it. So <laughs> busted. I don't really use it anyways. I use my personal account, so whatever. I think Richard Sherman had blocked that person. <laughs> Probably. Uh, this person. Says, this is a great 49ers podcast. It brings 49ers news and information Monday through Thursday and makes me look forward to my commute. Peacock knows his draft and his personnel and brings on guests frequently to discuss varying topics. Winky Wednesdays are 49ers gold. Also, Peacock and Winkler engage with their fan base, answering mailbag questions and playing in weekly draft leagues. In parentheses, I'll get you next season. Great show. Great host. Thank you very much for that review. That's awesome. Yeah, the shout out to the, the draft leagues. And we're Monday through Thursday now, but in the season, we'll be Monday through Friday, five days a That's week. Right. Too, so. and yeah, we should be doing those weekly things with the fans every week, man. That was fun. Yeah, the draft leagues were really cool during the season, and uh, yeah. they were sponsored by draft.com. And uh, hopefully we'll get that sponsorship going again this season. And uh, either way, we'll, we'll do some fun games like that with the listeners because those are definitely fun. And it is fun to Love engage it. with the fans. So I wouldn't be here without yeah. the listeners. And so uh, shout out to everybody out there who's listening yeah and you know we did the the draft live and some fans came out that was a lot of fun and yeah we should do that again during a game this season i wouldn't know we've been talking about it but we really need to make that happen yeah we could i talked to uh, dylan from the fourth and nine and uh they were they were crocker that that was a great time had by all that were at the bar and and us as well so um yeah maybe live broadcast during a show that'd be cool it'd be fun or or during a game i mean yeah we should definitely try that yeah i'm in Let's do it. All right. You ready for some mailbag action? Let's rock. Oh, and this from listener Forrest who emailed me, I, I asked the other day for a mailbag sounder and, and he dropped this on us. <laughs> I don't know what I this is. It. Sort of a clown sound, uh, yeah. uh, which I think is kind of funny and I might use that going forward. I don't know. Any other submissions? It, it, 
I don't know if that one's going to stick, but it, it made... It's a clown sound, bro. Yeah, it, it brought, yeah, clown sound, bro. It brought a smile to my face. <laughs> no, I liked it. I bet Mark hates it. <laughs> Mark's going to send in one next. Bring um, it on, Mark. Yeah, exactly. All right, here we go. Let's get to you some mailbag here, if I can find it. All right, this is an email from Rodney. He says, going back to the draft, I feel the Niners addressed health in the secondary and wide receiver more than need positions. Do you agree? Uh, Garcon and Goodwin both got injured. I read somewhere Trent Taylor played hurt in the second half of the season. In the secondary, Sala was playing guys like uh, Trevon Reed, Greg Mabin, Tyvis Powell, Dexter McCoyle, Asa Jackson in the second. Trevon Reed? Is that a real person? (laughs) I've never heard that. I don't remember a Trevon Reed, but I could. But there were some names that that popped up that were like, whoa, who's this guy? Um, So the point is valid, I think. Yeah. And. I've been talking about Trent Taylor because he's so good at getting open and he's so small and he's so tough. The guy's going to die. Like Trent Taylor is, it scares me every time I get worried. He's not going to have a long career just because he's too tough for his own good. And you you saw it in new England. It's a similar style position that he plays is, you know, Amadola um, Edelman and, you know, back to Wes Welker. Those guys all ended up eventually getting hurt. Yeah, and with Taylor too, man. Every time he fielded a punt, I just I'd hold my breath because guys are running full speed at him, and you're like, he's the he's the little brother that's out there. He's gonna get smashed. Yeah, but they do have some depth now. I think you yeah. know, um, Dante Pettis and Richie James could both be playing in the slot there. So yeah, they have some guys that they can fill in, and hopefully those guys are a little bit. But like Garcon Goodwin and Trent Taylor were all hurt by the time the last right. snap was was hiked at the end of the season, right? So that that's. Some to look out for, and so I'm glad they did address that in the draft, and they have some young players to develop there uh, going forward. And yeah, the, the the depth in the secondary was a major concern. So there was real quick before we get off this. Um, there, there's a funny video a friend of mine showed me the other day where I think it was it's just a bunch of rookies in the NFL, and they were they were asked to paint their team's logos, their new teams. Yes, I saw that. Oh yeah, and Pettis for the 49ers. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. If you guys out there haven't seen it, you should look it up. It's pretty hilarious. I was blown away by not so much artistic skills, but how yeah. some of them didn't really even know the logo of their teams. Yeah. Well, yeah, what the, the Buccaneers guy drew a ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's a ship at the stadium, but when the Lions guy, that was my favorite. What was the Lions like, one? It was just like a stick figure lion. Oh, it was okay. just fantastic. Yeah, at least you know that's a lion. And I yeah. thought about it. I was like, because, you know, 49ers fans, you know exactly what the logo looks right. like and where the colors go and stuff. But it, these players weren't fans necessarily of the teams they were drafted by. So if I got drafted by a team and you're like, okay, on the spot, what's their logo? I'd be like, oh, wait a second. What is their logo? How does that go? Baker Mayfield's like, yes, I got yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield just draws an, draws an orange, a bad orange helmet. Yeah, they were all really bad artists, though. I, I thought there was gonna be really one guy that drew something like amazing. Like, oh, look, this guy's got some skills. Nope, not really. <laughs> they probably asked everybody. You, you an artist? No. Okay, good. Come, yeah. come participate in this. Yeah. Okay, good. We gotta make this funny. That's right. Um, where are we at here with the mailbag? Oh yeah. So here's another comment from Rodney. Let's keep it rolling here. Uh, Swag meter will be electric. He says with both Richard Sherman and Reuben Foster in the lineup. Buckner cracking on Sherman at the state of the franchise. In my opinion, shows Buckner's growing confidence Buckner also adds swag to the defense I like what what is his move called the where he shovels after a sack did he have a name for that there's a name for that I thought he had a name for it it wasn't like uh or I I thought there's a name for that it's like it's it comes from like uh I think a hip-hop video or something like that right I I have no idea okay I just thought he was shoveling it's it's funny because of how fast it goes it makes me laugh I I don't know if where that came from. If you're listening out there, post yeah. it in the comments. Let I, us I know. could have swore it came from a video. Someone called it 
someone had a name for it as soon as he did it. But uh, I'm out of the loop on that stuff for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, swag. I think swag comes with W's, right? I think swag is a bad look when you're 0 and 9, but yeah. swag is a great look when you're 12 and 4. Swag's just such a funny word to me because to me, I worked in radio, so swag is just stuff we all get. It's you know, free it's stuff. just like free stuff. Swag so is free stuff, like, exactly. Wait, he brings free stuff? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm all for it. I love free stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, right. I'll take anything. You can get a free pen, give it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, let's go to Shano. He says, uh, why do you think Foster got snubbed from this list? It's uh, it's a top second year's players list. And I think probably. Yeah, uh, when did it come out? Oh, here we go. But he's let me know what his name is. By the way, the name is Sean with an O. Okay, so Shano. Is, that's how you pronounce yeah. it. Okay. Shano. Yeah, Shano. Got it. Okay, thank you, Shano. I appreciate the question. So l- let's bring up this list here. NFL.com's top second year players for 2018 yeah, when was, did it come out because if it came out you know within the last couple months you know, he was kind of in a, in a bad light in the public view there yeah and i'm sure it's something that whoever the writer was has been working on for a while so he probably sure. and is not loading for me <laughs> sean o my second favorite o after karen o karen o yeah from the yeah yeah yes sure man yeah I'm very jealous. There's the, I think it's the Otani Festival or something happening pretty soon. Second day is Eddie Vedder and then, yeah, 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 on the same stage. Oh, wait, where is this? It's down south, down uh, somewhere. Somewhere. It's like a beach festival. Okay. It's either a beach or a desert. The festival thing is crazy. Or a park. It's the only thing that exists. Bottle Rock just happened up in Napa. It's like. It's it's all festivals. I like I I'm a, not a fan of festivals. I like to I see. I liked festivals 15 years ago. Yeah, I, I, if you're the right age, I guess festivals are great. I went to one of the Lollapaloozas, but even then, it was like, yeah, it wasn't about the audio and the sound. It was like too much, too many people, right? And yeah, outdoor, you can like hear the other stage, and yeah, I think outdoor audio has gotten better than it was for a while, yeah, but it's still not right. like I like a small club. Like you're here, the band's there, you can see them, you can hear the instruments coming from the stage. You're not watching the band on a screen somewhere, you know? Right. And it's, and it's, it's three, it's three bands. So you go in, you rock out to your three bands and Boom, then you go out. home and then you go back the next week and go see three new bands. I don't need a hundred bands. And like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's not my style of thing, but I understand the way that, and we came up, it was just a different, a lot of it, oh, yeah. a lot of it is economics. It was a different, the, people used to tour in support of their record. Now the record right. has no value and it supports their tour where they make their yep. money. It's in their merch. Yeah. Buy their right. merch. If exactly. you really like a band. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Here, here's the list of top second year players from NFL.com. And uh, if you want to send hate mail, who wrote this? Oh, this is from Nate Burleson. So number <laughs> one, Deshaun Watson. I guess, uh-huh. you know, he's quarterback. I don't think you can argue too much with that, aside sure. from him coming off of injury. Number two, and this is going to, this is a good one. And just to call back our fantasy football league, two and three are both on my keeper league, Oblong Balls, by the way, that I am the champion of. I'm staring you at my trophy. You only get to keep one of them, all right? <laughs> I'm staring at my trophy right now. So <laughs> that's a question to all you listeners out there. Which guy do I keep here? Number two on this list or number three? Number two, they have Kareem Hunt. And number three is Alvin Kamara. I'm surprised. I thought people might have had that flipped. Maybe this came out before the Ingram stuff. Yeah, because the well, for fantasy purposes, the Ingram thing is huge for Kamara, and that might right. be the thing that puts him over the top. Because Kamara, for me, I was I drafted him later, so I can uh, give up a later pick if I keep him. So yeah, right now like he's an leading. I, I might have kept Hunt before that because I do like Hunt. 
quite a bit. Uh, another running back, number four on this list, is Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, the first defender, Marshawn Lattimore, cornerback from the Saints. Number six, Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver from Steelers. Number seven, quarterback Mitch Trubisky from the Bears. I love what they're building around Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. Uh, Adoree Jackson, cornerback from Tennessee. Okay, here we go. We're we're at the point right now where it's like, what are you smoking, Nate? This right. You you had to have Ruben Foster on this list. Before, I would have put him right before Trubisky. Yeah, I would have had him on this list before After eight Schuster, for sure. Yeah. You're, you're you're throwing out um, a cornerback who is got all the speed in the world. He had a you know he's a, a decent returner as well. But as is far there a as date the, on that list? Oh yeah, where's the date? When did this come out? This came out May 25th. Yeah, see there you go. And uh, was, May 25th, he, he knew about the Foster stuff already. So the Foster stuff out. had already come out, yeah. Huh. But there is going to be a suspension, so. Right. I would likely. take I would take 12 games of Reuben Foster over 16 of Adoree Jackson. Amen and that's, to that. And that's if Foster misses, you know, is suspended four games or misses two games with injury and is suspended two games. You know, that's that's big four games. And if he's if he doesn't get suspended at all, I'm putting him up on this list at number four probably four? Yeah, yeah i'd put him before fournette yep i would um so where are we at number eight Adore i don't know Jackson. fournette lost some weight they said came in a little yeah i mean i like i like fournette but yeah i mean he's an old school back he, he's not right uh another back on here well actually let's go back to where are we at number eight okay number eight uh, number nine jamal adams i would put jamal adams in front of dory i don't know how dory made this list to be honest with you mm-hmm. um i'd put jamal adams probably in front of mitch trubisky too just because he's you still got to see mitch do it and i liked mitch trubisky a lot coming out of the draft uh, but you still mm-hmm. got to see it happen. He wasn't there yet last year. Uh, and number 10 this is a top 10 list. And the last one on the list here is Christian McCaffrey running back uh-huh. from the Panthers. And he's going to be able to carry the load. So uh, McCaffrey could do some things this year. Um, I liked him more as a receiver than a runner as a rookie. So we'll see how he does uh, as a, as a full-time running back there. He caught 80 balls or something, didn't he? Yeah. Ooh, that's he's impressive. the opposite. Yeah. He's but the opposite you know, with Nate Burleson, you know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily go to my advice for, Second year guys, and I don't go after Burleson. I don't yeah. really go to Burleson for anything, um, and especially not to like pick up a pizza. Remember, <laughs> remember? Wait, don't, wait, wait! Don't send him to get the pizza. Wait, what happened? What was? Isn't he the guy who like hurt his shoulder or something trying to stop some pizzas when he slammed on his brakes in his car? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I think he like missed what? the season or something. No, that's an amazing story. I've not heard I- that. That's I'm awesome. I'm pretty sure that was Nate Burleson. So, now I got to look it up. He got in a car accident. Didn't get hurt in the accident, but he hurt his arm stopping the pizzas from spilling. Nate Burleson pizza. <laughs> I know he was <laughs> I know he was pretty sauced at the draft when the Lions came up to pick yeah. and he came up for their pick and started talking smack in uh in he Dallas. He broke his arm in two places in a car oh. accident caused by pizza sliding off of his passenger seat. What? Oh, so the pizzas slid first and then that's what caused the crash. I guess so. <laughs> I didn't hear that story. That's great. <laughs> I love that. So here, so to make it make things worse for Nate Burleson, he's got some just missed names. He's got Dalvin Cook, the Vikings, Cooper Cup from the Rams, Corey Davis of the Titans, uh, Tredavious White from the Bills, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback from the Chiefs, and Jake Elliott of the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, Davis and Cook, you know, Cook, Missed a lot of time with injury. Davis also missed the first few weeks or six weeks injury, so I can see why those guys aren't on there. But those but guys, yeah. he named them as just. Hold on, let's let's reverse this. The last guy on his just missed list mm-hmm. is Jake Elliott, a kicker for the Philadelphia Eagles. Reuben Foster nowhere to be seen. Not just missed. Not on the list where he should be in the top five. Wow. 
So, um, so just burn that list, I guess. So, Shano, I think I'm with you here. That's a terrible yeah. list. Um, and Nate Burleson, you're probably the worst person on the planet right now. Yeah, burn the list and the computer that you read it on. <laughs> yeah, throw the computer in the trash. Um, <laughs> the list is dr- in the computer. Yeah, drill a hole through the hard drive. <laughs> And it's done, man. you're not allowed to even handle pizza going forward, so I don't yeah. know what he's good for anymore. Nate's up there with Mark now. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm taking Mark all day over Nate. <laughs> That's, come on. Don't do that to Mark. Moving up, Mark. And I feel Moving bad for the all world. the all the other Marks are getting lumped in with the one Mark, because there's, I think, yeah. three or four different Marks that have uh, either tweeted or emailed into the show, and so now I'm getting confused between them two. So now they're all just lumped in as this one Mark. And watch out if your name's Nate. Don't even try. Yeah, Nate. Send us an email. Right. Add an O to the end of it so we know you're not at that name. <laughs> Nate O. Yeah, exactly. All right. We're out of time here. Um, let's, uh, yeah, always fun, Nick. And uh, thank you, everybody who's gotten involved with the mailbag, all the people who are rating and reviewing on iTunes. Really appreciate it. It really helps the show. And we'll talk to you guys next time right here on Locked On 49ers. See you. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.